Hey, welcome back to another episode. We have recorded so many episodes already. And we've got many more planned, so... <laughs> exciting. Very exciting. How's your week been? What's been happening? Um, not much. We just got back from Sydney. That's right. Yep. For our Parramatta store opening. Yep. Um, we won't touch on that too much because... We'll do a whole episode. We'll do a whole episode about it. That. But yeah. yeah, it was a very, very good week. It was. It was um, a big week. And yeah, I feel like we've just been recovering from that, really, mm-hmm. and then getting ready for our holidays. Yes. Well, how crazy to think that when this episode goes live, we'll be in Europe. I know. I'm oh. so excited. I know. And we're going so a little bit later in the year, so we've been just watching everybody on Instagram and TikTok for being so in Europe long. for so long. <laughs> we're like, when is it oh out? Oh, my to-? God. Anyway. felt like it was never going to come. Yeah, but, but it's here. But here we are. Can't wait. Um, Today... We are going to do a bit more of a deep dive into our careers and our career change. We touched on it in the first episode, I think, when we just did a bit of a get to know us. But I feel like there's more to unpack there. Yeah, definitely. that's what we will be chatting to you about today. Yeah, yeah, career changes and, yeah, all things career. I want to start by going way back and asking, like, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a detective. (laughs) Like so bad. Really? I don't know why. I think because I used to watch Law and Order SVU. Okay. All the time. Did you? Religiously. As a kid? As a kid. Or teenager. Well, like teenager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like before that, I I probably wanted to be like a hairdresser or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those (laughs) shows, because I remember every time those shows would come on as a kid, I would, like, I would shit myself. Yeah, nah, I loved it. Oh, wow. Okay, detective. That that just made me really want to be a detective. Okay. Like, even in. Like my later years, yeah. I still wanted to be a detective. That is so cool. That's why I did the uni degree I did. Yeah. And then I was like sussing out how I could become a detective. But then <laughs> I think I worked out that like I'd have to really work my way up and start as a policewoman. Yeah. And I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so I changed my mind. Fair, yeah, fair, I didn't, fair. I, I didn't want to risk like dying. Yeah, fair enough. Or fair something. Enough. I know, you know credit it's a bit to risky. The police force, they do incredible work. And they yeah, do. It is a scary job. That's, that's just too it much It takes for a me. certain type of person to become a police officer. Absolutely. And that is not me or you. No. no. <laughs> My anxiety would not allow. No, no. Um, what about you? I went through phases. <laughs> as you do. As, as I do. But <laughs> I think the one thing that always sort of stayed consistent was that I actually did want to always be a teacher. Oh. Yeah. So... I remember like always used to, you know, when you play like imaginary games. Yeah. <laughs> I'd always play teachers. <laughs> and like, yeah, I just, yeah, I think that was always in the back of my mind. But I think um, well, like when I got to uni or when I left school, I was looking into psychology and I wanted to be a psychologist. But um, yeah, I got to uni and I realised you needed a lot of uh, mathematical skill to <laughs> complete your psych degree, which I didn't have. So <laughs> I couldn't have finished that degree. Um and, yeah, also to become a psychologist you need to do a lot of years at uni. Like you don't just do a yeah, no. three-year degree. It's like three-year degree, honours, yeah. and then whatever comes after that, I don't even know. I was like, no, nah, I'm yeah. going to do this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So a lot of commitment. But, yeah. Well, we've both ended up in a completely different. Completely different. <laughs> completely different Which, field. don't you think like a lot of people end up doing something that's completely out of what they've studied or? I think so. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people, um, we kind of grow up, thinking that we have to like set our minds Mm. to one career and like you have to strive towards that and blah, blah, blah. And then I feel like a lot of people 
get to uni or finish uni and start that career and they're like, no. This isn't for me. That This ain't it. Yeah. And they change 100%. and that's completely normal and completely fine. 100%. And I think it's more common nowadays because there's so much more opportunity and, and choice. You hear a lot of like, I've got a friend whose mum has been working at the same company for the last 40 years. Yeah. And like, I just don't think that happens as much these days. Yeah, no, like I don't are constantly think so. changing or, you know, there's just so much more choice out there now. Yeah. Agree, um, agree. But let's take it back to what was your very, very first job? My very first <laughs> job was McDonald's. <laughs> I worked so at McDonald's for a really you. long time, yeah. like six years. Yeah. How yeah. was that? How was I that? actually liked McDonald's. Okay. I worked, I did the drive-thru and I did some McCafe, but I feel like I really liked the drive-thru because there was like there was a time limit to get people's orders out and I really challenged, challenged myself. And <laughs> of course you put did. Put a lot of pressure on myself because I hate losing. <laughs> 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 and, yeah, I feel like I did really well in that job. Yeah. But, no, nah, I actually liked I liked my time at McDonald's until the end when, like, all of my friends and everyone I knew kind of didn't have a fast food job anymore. anymore? And I was like... Like this is getting a bit. I'm I'm a bit over it. Yeah, I'm definitely over it. Yeah, I feel like with um jobs like that, yeah, there comes a point where you 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 kind of outgrow it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was like, I want to work in retail, and then oh, my next job was at Zara. Yes, and that was that was fine. This is so interesting <laughs> because I I honestly think this is what happens because I started in hospitality too. Yeah, um, I worked at a cafe in the city, like every Monday and Friday. Yeah, and. I loved it so much. I, I, I actually loved all my part-time casual jobs. Yeah, back you've then. had a lot. I've had a, <laughs> I've had a lot. And um, for some reason after like a year, even though I was really enjoying it, I was like, I really want to go into retail. Yeah, I feel like that was the the natural progression yeah. for a lot of people. I'm yeah. not sure why and what was so appealing about retail. Yeah. But And yeah. then I got into retail and I was like, oh, oh this I missed is my retail. hospitality yeah. job. <laughs> Um, and then I went back to hospitality and then I was like, oh, now I miss my retail <laughs> yeah. job. So then I went back to retail. I was just You've chopped and shambles. changed a lot. Every, every few months someone will talk about like a brand or a business or a shop mm. and Vanessa will be like, oh, I used to work there. <laughs> <laughs> like she no, always brings was... up all these brands and places she used to work and I'm like, oh. I was just dipping my toes in a bit yeah. of everything trying to find what I liked. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, but. Yeah, meant meant I got a lot of different experiences and I definitely learned a lot from all of my jobs. And what was your favorite job? Ooh, that's a great question. <laughs> apart from this one. Apart from this one. Well, I so and I apart actually, from being a teacher. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Just like no, favorite random job. No, my job. favorite random job. I think my favorite job was um working at um I did like full time for this when I was doing my gap year at a um cafe in Foxtel in the Foxtel building. I loved it. I had this like, I don't know why, but just this routine and because I was in a building where it was the same customers every day, I really got to know all of yeah, the customers. Yeah, that's good. People and would have been nice. Yeah, they were so nice and I knew people by name and by coffee order and it was just so seamless and I had a really good team that I worked with um, and it was honestly just the time of my life and because it was during like that time of uni and because I had taken a gap year, it was so nice to work without having the pressures of like, oh, I've got to do a uni assignment or I've got exams yes, next week. I could vibe. just go to work, come home and that was it. I had no other responsibility. That's so fun. It was really fun. See, I learn new things about you all the time. Didn't even know you did a gap year. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so um, awesome. Yeah. 
I not, not by choice. I failed a subject oh. that I had to finish in summer and then I couldn't start. Anyway, long story. But yeah, I took a gap, gap year. It ended up being the best year yeah. of my life. So I'm glad I did it. That's unreal. What was your favourite job? Uh, probably Maccas. I liked Maccas. I feel like it's fun. You get to like, you just get to have fun all day. Yeah, I feel like Maccas is a really good starting point for people. Yeah, everyone says it. <clears throat> everyone used to say, Maccas is so good on your resume. And yeah. I was, after that I was like, well, I'm really struggling to find a job <laughs> <laughs> with just Maccas on my resume. But anyway, thanks guys. It's actually <laughs> really hard to find you know, I remember trying to get into retail so much oh and every God. retail job would always want retail, retail experience, experience. But I was like, how do people get into retail if they don't that have retail experience? That was the most experience? frustrating yeah. part. Like the only reason I got a job at Zara was because my friend worked there. Yeah. And he, and he was really close with the manager and he basically and said, give her a job. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's not what you know, it's who you know, Yeah, hey? it's literally who <laughs> you know because before that I tried so, so hard and Same. I just couldn't get out of... McDonald's. Yeah. I, I was so frustrated. I was exactly the same. And yeah, I, honestly, I kept persisting. Yeah. But yeah, it can be really disappointing when every time you apply for something and they just, they reject you. It's so disheartening. Like yeah. I, I actually ended up quitting McDonald's with no other job. Mm. Um, Like just because like I could not do McDonald's a day longer. Yeah. It was just not for me anymore. But I couldn't find another job and I was just like, oh. Let's yeah. just quit and hope, some, hope, something, hope something comes, comes up. up. And it did, luckily. But it is it is really disheartening um, when you don't have that experience but you, like, know in your heart that you would You're a good be, worker. Yeah, you're a good worker. Yeah. It's the most frustrating yeah. thing. I agree. Um, and for me, the most another frustrating thing was knowing that I don't interview the mm. best but then knowing in the back of my head, like, that shouldn't matter yeah. because I know I'm a hard worker. Yeah. But I would – just not get a job because I one didn't have experience or two I interviewed like interview shit well. yeah, because yeah, yeah. I had really bad social anxiety mm. but then thinking like that shouldn't matter because yeah. I know that I can do the job yeah. like I know I can do it so frustrating super super frustrating it is frustrating yeah I remember feeling so disheartened and yeah that's the thing like sometimes you walk into interviews and they ask you these random questions. I remember applying for Glassons once. They asked me this question and I was honestly stumped. Like I was oh, baffled yeah. by this question. Say this one. <laughs> Vanessa hates Glassons for this interview. Just for this one question. And I felt well, like saying this would never – I think the question was something along the lines of your your manager – so you're in store and you've been like – allocated your area right and you're not allowed to leave that area like your manager has told you you can't leave that area but someone's Mm -hmm. gone on their break and you're not in the area of the change rooms but oh no sorry you are in the area of the change rooms but you're not allowed to leave that area but someone's asking for an uh, to get an item from this floor yes and I was like do I ignore the manager here and just (laughs) go help the customer do I help the customer, the customer or ignore the yeah obviously looking back now I'm like that's a really easy question you always help the customer <laughs> but I don't know why it's something so I think because I was like what if the manager thinks I don't want to listen Vanessa's like I can't do this maybe retail is not for me yeah I was really stumped but anyway and I feel like that question threw the whole interview off and then after that question I was so nervous to answer any other questions but I know I work well I know I'm a hard worker I know I can learn things quickly but I can't prove that unless you give me the job literally so it's all based on how you interview and not everyone interviews well which is such a shame it 
It is super frustrating mm. and so yeah. disheartening. If anyone's listening to this that's struggling right now, yep. just know one day <laughs> yeah. you will get something. Keep persisting. I Keep persisting. I think I It'll had come. more job rejections than I ever had job opportunities. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, so let's fast forward a bit. So then we went to uni. Um, what did you study at uni? I studied a Bachelor of Criminal Justice. Yep. And yep. you studied your teaching degree? Or? Yep. I did my undergrad. I did a Bachelor of Arts degree. And yep. then I can't remember what I majored in. I think it was media and communications. So random. It was meant to be psychology, but like <laughs> I said before, I couldn't do yeah. those math subjects, yeah. failed that. So I just pivoted to yep. media and comms. And then Took my gap year and then decided to do my Masters of Teaching, which was another two years. So, yeah. It's a lot of uni. It was a lot of uni. Overall, if we include my gap year, at, after school I was at uni practically for six years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> long time. And then you started your teaching. Yes. Then I got into teaching. Um, teaching is wild. <laughs> <laughs> teachers, oh, I really... So the teachers that actually stay in the job and, and love the job, like I really give credit to them because it is not an easy job no anymore. Way. Not not at all. There was just so yeah. It's like I went to uni, I did my placements, I loved my placements, obviously, because I would just go in with another teacher and help and meet the kids and have fun with the kids. And yeah. then it's like you get the job and you go in and you're like, What it's is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Teaching was um yeah, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Yeah. What about you? Like what do, doing like your Bachelor of Criminal Justice, did you always know you were going to work in the courts or like how did you mm, sort of? No, no, no. What? I thought I could become a detective <laughs> from my Bachelor of Criminal Justice. Sorry, I forgot about your long life dream to be a detective. Mate, I still want to be a detective okay. maybe when I'm older. All right. Well, we'll but yeah, I, I, did, I, did think, I did think that I could become a detective doing that. I don't know. Maybe you can. Mm. It was probably on the list of you know, when the uni degree has like what jobs you could get out of this. It was probably in there somewhere and yeah. I was like, ooh, detective. Yeah, I'll do this one. Um, but, yeah, I ended up at the courts because I think that's where I did my placement mm -hmm. for uni. Yeah. I believe in my final year. Um, I did it at the Melbourne Magistrates Court and mm -hmm. I built a really good relationship with the the manager of like the trainee mm. court registrars, which is what I got the job as. And um, he put in a good word for me after my placement was done. Again, it's who you know because yeah. he didn't put in a good word for me. I don't know. I probably wouldn't have even got an interview. Yeah. No, it literally is. It is. It's like even know, if I, you know. I probably interviewed badly because it was a really intense interview with like mm. three oh people God, I can imagine. and really hard questions and I was like, oh, this is very, very scary. <laughs> yeah. But um, he put in a really good word for me and I got the job. Um, and it was good. I feel like it was a really intimidating first job. Mm. It was very intimidating. I think it was a little bit clicky, it felt. Really? Yes. With the with your colleagues? Yeah. Wow, okay. Because there was all different – there's all different sections of – registrars so there's mm. like the children's court there's there's like the trainees who were literally bottom of the food chain which is what I was then there's all these like there's all different parts of the court that people would sit together in and like right. work together in okay. if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. and like the trainees were just like very bottom of the barrel like okay doing the worst stuff yeah <laughs> yeah 
if that makes yeah. sense. Hey, you gotta you gotta start yeah, somewhere. You, well, you do. Like I guess that's what you start in every yeah, job. But yeah. it was just it was very like you're the trainee. I don't I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, no, it, I, know, it was very, I know what you're trying to it say. It was intimidating to go into because even like there were the newer trainees or the trainees that were a bit higher that were about to move on to the next thing. Okay, so and it's I found like that a really intimidating. Thing. Yeah, that's yep. that's how I found that job. It was yep. really fun. I made really, really good friends at that job. Mm. And um, if I didn't make those friends, it would have been really difficult. But that job was just, it was just a super high stress environment. Like, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. It yep. gave me a lot of anxiety. Did not want to go to work. Yeah. Just knowing that I had to speak in front of people. Yeah. It would just fill me with anxiety. Yeah. It was just there was a lot of things you had to do at once. There was a lot of people that you had to make sure were happy at all times. There was a lot of time management stuff which like was it was really, really, really hard to juggle and you had to do it on the spot and there was just so many pressures coming from every angle mm, and high, high pressure job high high pressure like yeah. very high pressure and like at the end of the day you're literally dealing with people that are in jail yeah also yeah yep. so like this is people's lives yeah and you can make a mistake mm. in this job and like fuck something up for someone that has a detrimental like, impact yes yeah yep. and that's what makes it so stressful mm. um but yeah I did enjoy it at the start yeah um, and then when I started hating it, I was like, I really hated it. You just disconnected from it. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I just didn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I can resonate with that. Yeah. Like I, when people ask me if I liked it, like my immediate reaction is yes, I yeah. like teaching. But when I actually break it down, what I loved about teaching is just being with the kids and like being able to have an impact on the kids like it is a very rewarding job. Yeah. But with that comes all of this additional pressure that's put on teachers, these unrealistic standards that teachers have to basically parent and top of te- on top of teaching yeah. and do all this additional administrative work. Like I think the biggest thing for me was I was finding it hard to have good work-life balance because especially in your first year of teaching – when you're trying to, you know, it's with any job, you're trying to prove yourself. So yeah. you're, you're working extra hard. And I remember looking at other teachers around me that would leave at 3.45 and I would still be in the classroom till 4.30 trying to just get on top of everything. Yeah. And then I would go home, I would shower, I'd eat dinner and then I'd be working because I'm trying to plan for the next day. Yeah. And on the sun, on Sunday, for example, I'm trying to prep for the week and it's like I was finding it really hard to switch off because I was always trying to get myself organised for the next day or the next week. Yeah. And that's – it takes a mental toll. Like I was exhausted. It I, sounds stressful. Yeah, like I got to – I would get to Sunday and be like – I would have that same feeling that you had, that dread, that yeah. like feeling of dread where you just – you don't want to – I don't know, it was such a – I feel like I'm I'm a walking contradiction because I really loved it. No, like it's I really hard loved being with the kids but I just hated the Like you love the, the kids but everything else – is just a lot. Yeah. It sounds. And like another thing I kind of thought to myself was like, where can I see my career progressing? Like what's the next best thing from here? Because, yeah. you know, in, in you know, that you hear things of like climbing the corporate ladder and progressing mm-hmm. in your role. For me or as teachers really 
the best thing you can get to is a principal, I guess. Like yeah. that's, that's the next best thing. And I knew I did not want to be a Imagine principal. Imagine that. <laughs> no. Imagine being a principal. Thank you. Like Far out. You're dealing with a lot. You're dealing with a lot and a lot of pressure. And also another thing is the part that I loved about teaching was being with the kids. When you're a principal, you're outside of the classroom so you're not actually dealing with the kids. So I was like, okay, so now I'm kind of at this like stagnant, like where do I go from here? Is is this going to be what I'm doing for the rest of my life? Like I don't think I want to do that. I Mm -hmm. like change. Yeah. I like to, as you know, I've had 655 yes, different jobs. I'm like, I don't really want to do this for the rest of my life. And I don't really want to feel like this for the rest of my life because why do I want to wake up and dread going to work? Why would I want to do that? Was, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. I don't know. I feel like, you know, life's too short to not do something that makes you happy. And if you're feeling like that in your job, I would recommend maybe finding something else that's for you. Yeah. It can be really scary and daunting to change your career, but, you know. And I remember, do you remember how scared we I know <laughs> we, we were to, like, leave those jobs yeah. when we both kind of collectively decided, like, it's time to go to EE yeah. when the boys had given us the green light that we could come over whenever yeah. we wanted. Yeah. And we're obviously talking to each other because mm. we wanted to go together mm. because what what will we do without each other, really? <laughs> Two peas in a pod. <laughs> Literally. Hey, pun intended. <laughs> um, but we were both really scared. Yeah. Like I remember it took me weeks to tell my manager that I was leaving yep. because I loved my manager at my job so much. Yeah. Like I, I hated – I didn't like the job but my manager was an absolute angel and made you feel like yep. so good all the time and tried to like sh- uh, – ease your anxiety and stresses as much as possible. Like she was a really, really, really good person. Mm. So I was honestly so devastated to tell her that I was leaving because I knew that she would genuinely be upset and that was really, really hard. And I remember I told her, I cried yep. and she cried and I was like, oh, like yeah. did, I, did I do the right thing? It was yeah. really hard. It is hard. It would have been for you too to leave the kids. I like – so I had just started, I'd done my first full year of teaching, which by the way, mind you, our first year of working in these jobs was during COVID. Yes. So everything was completely yes, different. Yes, everything was crazy. It was a shambles. And I remember I had just started my second year teaching knowing that we were coming out of COVID. So I was like, yes, I'm excited. This will be my first time actually in the classroom. Yeah. And Lizzie and I were on a holiday and you know what happens on holidays, you know, you have these deep conversations. I don't know if that happens to you (laughs) too, but you're just, you know, and we're sitting down talking, having a drink. And Lizzie was like, so like, would you consider coming to Elite 11 full time? And me just thinking it was a hypothetical question. I was like, yeah, like, yeah. (laughs) And he was like, no, I'm being serious. Like, would you consider it? Like Ben and I have spoken and, you know, we really think you guys could like bring like a lot to Elite 11. Like we want you guys in. Yeah. And I, and I said, when? <laughs> and he's like, whenever you want. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you're telling me after six years of fucking uni, <laughs> studying to be a teacher, completing my first job, like, you know, my first year in this role, and now I'm going to just pack it all up <laughs> and say see you later. Like, what? Oh, my goodness. It is. It was, it it was, was a scary, scary feeling because it's like, and you don't, you know, the hard thing about making decisions like this, big, big life decisions is you're always in the back of your head like, is this the right decision? Like, am I making the right decision? Yeah. And it it was tough because like at the end of the day, we're working for our partners. Correct. And like, obviously we have very healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But relationships don't always work out. No. So that was another thing where we were like, 
like if something happens, we're, like, that's it. We've we've lost our jobs and our partner. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's 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 true though. Like it was, that, it was that scary factor did come into our mind. I feel like as we've like grown up and our yeah. relationships are now like we're very deep into our relationships mm. now and they're very stable. Yeah. And um, stuff. Yeah. Like we're fine now. Yeah. But at the start, it was like not that there was anything wrong with our relationship, but it was a bit like like is this the right deci- is yeah. this the is right this decision or right am decision? I just doing this because yeah that's my boyfriend and mm. I want to go and work for him. Yeah. And it'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Like is yeah. we really had to think about that. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, also I just want to say we are mm. very lucky to be in the correct. position where we can go and work for our partners. Yep, correct. Because obviously not everyone um, has that. So we we do consider ourselves yes. very lucky all the time. Yeah, like this opportunity obviously came to <coughs> us because they are our partners. But yeah. in saying that I do think – there are opportunities for everyone Definitely. if you look for them. Like, Definitely. And if you find them, yeah, you should take them. Um, yeah, but that transition for us was just, yeah, we were both crying at leaving our jobs. Like yeah. the whole last week at school and also some of the teachers were looking at me like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. I'm an emotional person as it is, but yeah. I was fully crying because I was like, this is so <laughs> sad. Like this, I'm, it feels like I've just opened this chapter but now I'm closing it already for something else. Yeah. It, it would have been, it would have been sad. Yeah. It was really hard. It was hard. But now if we look back, would you say no regrets? No regrets. Absolutely no regrets. No way. No no way. I love my job. We love what we do. And if I think about the things that you and I have both mentioned about our previous jobs that we don't like, this job has everything that our previous jobs lacked. Yes. And this is not... Like I don't want people to just think this is because we work for our boyfriends and it's like we work for ourselves. It, it's not because no. we can we can sort of talk on behalf of a lot of people yeah, that I work Yeah, I was going to say I'm pretty sure like majority of people that work at EE say the same things. Yeah. Like everyone feels extremely lucky yep. to have this job and they're happy in their job and yep. there's not that like anxiety and stress yeah. with this job because at the end of the day like Ben and Lizzie – they're really good people and they're the our supportive. bosses and they're really good and supportive bosses. Mm. So it it's we don't just say this because no. we get special treatment or no, whatever. No, it's no. not like that at all. No. Um, yeah, just I just, created we're just a lucky really positive, to have the boys. Yeah. And, and everyone is. Yeah, and everyone is. And they've created this really positive atmosphere where it's like everybody does, you know, we do offer working from home incentives and yeah. people do work from home but – Majority of the days, people want to be in the office because the vibe is just so good. The vibe so is good. so fun in the office. Yeah, like, and I would say we're not clicky like what yeah. you had at your previous yeah. job. Like, everybody's kind of on the same. We're all in the same boat, rowing together. Like, yes, everybody definitely. We all have the same goal, yep. and I think it's really nice that every employee like just wants to see EE thrive, mm. and they really care so much about it. Mm. Where I feel that if you're in a lot of the time when you're in a job, you feel like who am I doing this for? Like, why am I doing this? I don't care about the end goal here. Like, I don't care about these people. This doesn't matter to me. Like, this is a big corporation. I don't give a fuck. But because the boys have such a strong and positive relationship with everybody, everybody just wants to see the boys and E and themselves succeed. Yeah, and And they they share the vision with them. Yeah. It's so funny because I was watching um, 
like Britney Saunders stories and she was talking yeah. about her stores and talking about how she doesn't ha- like have KPIs and budgets, yeah. right? And I think back to my retail days where I used to work at Ali Fashion, we had KPIs and budgets. Yes. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, literally. I don't, like, Why do you care? Like, Why would you care? Literally, it's like it was just another job for me. I didn't really like, cool, if I made a budget, great. If yeah. I didn't, I didn't really care. Whereas here, it's like because we do have that same goal and everybody's working towards that vision and everybody wants to contribute. Yeah. It's like we're not setting those KPIs or budgets, but everybody but you inter- want to intrinsically wants to. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Everyone just tries their absolute best at work. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just fun. It's, it's just a fun thing to be a part of. And, yeah, the the best part about having such young bosses, like I'm talking from a work perspective now, not just our partners, but having such young bosses is that they are thinking more modern. Yeah. Just like, like, like the Britney Saunders things where they're not having KPIs or budgets or whatever. Like the boys are similar to that in that like they're just – they're not backwards. They're very forward thinking and so – Definitely. They've created this space where, yeah, and th- I think that's why everybody's so happy and positive because – Oh, no. It's just a good environment. It is. It's just a vibe. It, we're very, very <laughs> lucky. <laughs> it is a vibe. We're all very lucky. Yeah, I think like it's important to just find a job where your values sort of align. Like even our work-life balance I would say is so much better. Yes, absolutely. Now, I know we always say that we're working outside of hours but it doesn't really feel like work. It, yeah, when you, you know, love your job that, that doesn't yeah, really matter. Exactly, like and – we don't have that dread and it's like we found a workplace that is a very supportive, very positive. We've got the ability to progress in our roles. Yeah. Like we're always learning new things. Definitely. And we can you And know, there's always so many exciting opportunities. Yeah. Like store openings, yep. for example, yep. I'll, would be on top of that list because yep. there's the opportunity for travel. Yep. And just doing new things and meeting all these new people. Literally. There's, there's just always something to look forward to here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say as we touch on at the start, like it is so fine to study for so long in and try and get to this job that you thought would be your forever job. And then you get there and you're like, oh no, like this isn't what I enjoy. Like just stop doing it. Yeah. Because as you said, like life is just way, way too short to be doing something that you are not completely happy with. Yeah. And, like, work out what those non-negotiables are for you. Like, if you do want that work-from-home incentive, like if that work-life balance is important to you or if you are looking for an environment that's positive and supportive or more forward-thinking, like, work out what that is and find somewhere that has that. Yeah, and I think it's definitely out there. Like, I know, as I said before, it's easy – you might think it's easy for us to say because, Mm. as we said, they're our partners and we got very lucky with this job, but we have – like a hundred other employees yeah. who also work yeah. at this job yeah. in this positive environment. Like yeah. it's out there. It's definitely out there. And can I say as well, like now that I have done this role and I'm working in sort of the realm of social media and marketing and all that stuff, uh, if touch wood, but just in the case that Lizzie and I maybe don't work out and I do need to look for another job, I think this has given me the opportunity to look at what I like doing and I don't think I would go back to teaching like I think I would look for another job in the social media space or marketing space absolutely so it's like you know just if there's an opportunity that presents itself and you have you're in a position to take it 
do it because you never know what can come out of it. Absolutely. Love that. What a lovely nay, note nay. to end that on. That was so nice. <laughs> Nene's wise words of the day. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I've got to write that down. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. we just thought that we would delve a little bit yeah. deeper into that kind of career switch that we had. Yeah. And, yeah, we did get a bit deep there. We did, but it's good. Good yeah. to reflect. Uh, we always say this. Great to reflect, though. <laughs> And just these become like therapy sessions. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's good. It's so good. good to get that off my chest. I know. Anyway. I know. hope you all have a, I don't know what day this will be posted, so I'm not going to say love. Oh, well. Have we're a always, good week. Have a good week. <laughs> have a lo- I hope you had a lovely Friday because we do post yes. on Fridays. Yes. Enjoy. Um, and <laughs> thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoyed this now. Thanks. Bye.
And I have to say, so I had a gap year between my undergrad and my teaching degree and I actually worked full-time at a cafe <laughs> in Foxtel building, in the Foxtel building near my house and, oh, my God, I loved it. Yeah, you always talk about this. Can we just pause this snippet for once? <laughs> <laughs> I need to cough so bad. <laughs> that puppy just closed <laughs> I was really holding on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going back. Okay. 